my beautiful babies. I'm your host, Tiana Thompson, and this is Affirmations of a Bad Bitch. Today's episode is about the importance of our environment and creating a sacred space. So if you're hypersensitive like me, I'm sure you've already realized the impact that the environment has on you, your mood, and your life in general, your mental health. So let's start putting ourselves in environments that are aligned with what we want, aligned with what we are. And if we can't find these environments, we create them for ourselves. According to the Newport Institute, there was a study that showed women's cortisol levels are much higher when the home is messy, cluttered, and disorganized. And the study was actually done on both men and women. Uh, spouses and the women's cortisol levels even compared to her husband's when the house was messy, unorganized, were spiked much, much higher. When you have a clean space, you have a clean headspace. Clean up. Just tidy up. You don't have to like deep clean every day, but I feel like cleaning is such a mindless task. It's really therapeutic, at least for me anyway, because I think while I clean. Like, I really am processing my deepest, darkest childhood trauma and (laughs) reflecting while I'm cleaning. Um, Messy living spaces are also linked to reduced executive functioning. And my ADHD girlies, you already know, like, it's so hard to start to clean when the house is already messy because you're overwhelmed and I can't do the dishes until I wipe the counters but I can't wipe the counters until I clean the stove and I can't clean the stove until I vacuum the carpet like it's just so much it's it's crippling I know um procrastination is also higher and reduced productivity as well as emotional exhaustion this these are serious things and here are some even more ways an unkept environment hinders you disorderly environments reinforce disorderly behavior so this can actually encourage impulsive behavior and at least for me if my place is a mess I don't feel like I can socialize so there goes my social life also and when I'm not socializing I feel like I'm lonely but also the loneliness it's something that I'm doing to myself by not socializing but I feel like I can't because I'm just so overwhelmed. Anyway, it's a lot. Nobody wants to have friends over to just, you know, roll around in your piles of clothes and look at your dishes and filth. But knowing that I need to clean also is going to keep me from leaving the house. I'm not leaving because I have shit to get done. But am I going to get it done? I, You know, we don't know. Now... I think it's very important to not get this twisted. I am not anti-mess. I love the feeling of a home that is being lived in, if that makes sense. Like, mess is part of life. You have to learn to have fun in a mess, to play in the mess. I'm down to go roll around in the mud in the rain, literally play outside like a little kid and rub mud all over my face. But then I'm going to come inside. I'm going to shower. I'm going to mop the muddy floors. I'm going to do a face mask and I'm going to light a candle. 
And that actually kind of brought back some nostalgia for me. My brother and I, and also my cousin, which he unfortunately passed away in a car accident when he was 16. But the three of us would play outside every single time it rained. We grew up going camping every single weekend. So I remember bringing like our rain boots or sometimes I would even go barefoot and <laughs> it would be pouring down rain. We would go splash and play and literally wrestle in the biggest puddles that we could find. And I love that. Especially with children, mess is important. It's important to let them play, to let them create a mess. But then it's your responsibility to teach them to clean up their mess. And to teach them that it's not, don't think of cleaning up as such a, t a chore that you have to do that's terrible and start looking at it as more of a task. Like I said, it's a mindless task that allows you to really think and connect with yourself. Taking care of your environment is taking care of you. How good do you feel after you clean your house and light a candle? Like that is the best feeling cleaning lighting a candle and then chilling get your little beverage a book watch tiktok or turn on a show whatever you want to do it feels amazing you feel like so much weight has lifted off your shoulders your mind is no longer cluttered because of the mindless cleaning and thinking through while you're cleaning your physical environment it's very very therapeutic also i always feel the most creative and motivated after I clean too. It's more than just cleaning the house. It's providing yourself with a safe and clean environment. And your circumstances where, where you are does not matter. It's what you fill your space with. I don't care what your space is. If you live, you know, in one little room, if you only have one little corner to yourself, Make that little corner yours. Fill it with things that you love. Fill it with things that inspire you. Fill it with life. The details are what matters. The art, the amount of lighting, the smells, the textures. Really start to personalize your space. Make it genuinely sacred to you. Like I said, if you only have one room or one corner of the room, one desk, personalize it. Take care of it. Hang some photos or some motivational quotes. Put a candle, like I said. I don't know. I am, I am a slut for a good candle, okay? A slut for a good candle. Love that. I also just love the ambiance. Like moody lighting. I love that, you know, dark with pops of color, that's kind of my style, with plants. Get yourself some plants, even if it's a small, a small little baby cactus. That is one of the best ways to brighten up your space, first of all, and second of all, bring life into your space. Then you get to nurture the plants also, and that's very nurturing and therapeutic for you, all around 10 out of 10 experience. Also, I love having music play. Set the tone, set the mood. You know, all the time I have music playing. I'll switch it up depending on my vibe. Like I said, sometimes it's 
slow dancing in the kitchen, kumbaya, sometimes I'm popping my pussy in the living room. Just go with the flow, okay? Lighting, also, let in the sunlight, bitch. Open your blinds, stop being a vampire. I have my days too, I get it. Trust me, I get it. There's days where I don't want to open up my blinds, I want to turn on twilight and just sob. But that probably is just making it worse. And I've realized... I don't sleep as well. This might be completely random. I feel like I'm kind of back circling, but I don't sleep as well when my space is cluttered. Even, you know, my nightstand next to my bed. If there's a whole bunch of stuff on it, I literally feel anxious. I feel like I don't have control over my life. Like little things like that are huge deals especially when you're sensitive to your environment, super sensitive to the energies and the things around you. Take care of the things around you and take care of yourself. But anyways, yeah, open up your blinds. Let in the light, okay? Save the twilight and the drowning in your sorrows for when it's gloomy. Save that for the rainy days. With that being said, weather also has a huge impact on my mental health and I'm sure others as well but keeping a well-lit clean space helps with that especially when the days are long and dark and cold like winter in Ohio okay I really struggle in winter give yourself space give yourself the space to be nurtured and to feel inspired and safe environment is everything. I mean, if you think about prodigies, prodigies are not born. They are nurtured. Create a space in which you can not only live or survive, but you can thrive. Create a space where you feel on top of the world. You feel motivated. You feel empowered. You feel like you can do whatever you set your mind to because you can as long as you believe that and as long as you set yourself up for success. And creating a sacred space is a great step in the right direction, a great foundation. Start tidying up. This becomes routine. After a while, you won't even think about it. After a while, when you're stressed or you feel anxious, You'll start automatically cleaning up because that makes you feel better. It's a healthy coping mechanism. Now, you can go a little too far. And, you know, OCD obviously is an issue. That's why it's important to balance the mess and the clean. Knowing that mess mess is okay. It's not the enemy, (laughs) per se. A messy house doesn't mean you're a bad person. doesn't mean you're a dirty person. It means you have jumbled thoughts. It means you need organization. Our outer reality is often a reflection of our inner reality. If, you are, if I'm going through it mentally, you can tell by my place. If my sink is loaded with dishes and, you know, there's stuff everywhere, you know that mentally I'm going through it. 
I have to be. Because me in a, you know, a clean slate, a positive attitude, like I want my stuff to be nice and put away and kept safe. If I'm feeling like I don't care about myself, I will start feeling like I don't care about my stuff or my space. And that becomes an issue. You know, it goes vice versa. If you're not taking care of your stuff, you'll start not taking care of yourself. We have to find a balance of nurturing and taking care of. Especially us women. I feel like it's such our attention to detail and our just our eye for beauty gives us the ability to create such beautiful we are able to create a sense of flow a sense of floating like a river things go smoothly the house is always ready if people come over you don't have to hurry up and prepare we are already prepared also be mindful of the energies that you allow into your space you can't have a clean beautiful you know this ambiance vibe bubbly happy space and then let people in who are you know rude in demeanor who are not caring who are not empathetic or loving who don't appreciate your space that kind of defeats the whole entire purpose the people that you surround yourself with are also part of your environment and I feel like that's such a hard kind of connection to make and a hard decision is kind of deciding who fits in who adds to your environment and who is destroying it who is polluting your environment you want you want to bring in people that grow wildflowers and bring sunshine and you know the sound of singing birds you don't want the rain you don't want to bring on more gloom you don't want more chaotic messy energy be mindful of the people and the energy the things that you bring into your space and don't be afraid to leave your current environment I think we get so attached to our environments and our spaces but it's important to know that what makes the space so homey what makes the space so warm is not the space itself but it's you you bring the warmth you bring the life and you can take it away too some spaces are not meant for us a flower is not gonna grow in the fucking concrete plant your roots where you will grow and I know circumstances you know you can't always just get up and move wherever you want make steps baby steps you only have to be literally one percent better than the person you were yesterday and you're making progress 
and maybe it's in a different area of your life. Maybe maybe yesterday you were so good about being mindful and being present in your body, but at the end of the day, you slipped out of it. That's okay. It happens. It happens. Today, you're going to stay in that state for just one minute longer. And that one minute added up over each day will one day equal a lifetime. A lifetime of mindfulness. A lifetime of love. Of creating space for yourself, for others that you bring into your environment, and for your environment itself. The world around us is alive. Take care of it. Create a space where you feel connected to more than just yourself. When we are in environments where we feel safe, we feel nurtured, our perception can grow. We start to grow. We view things from a different point of view. Our ideas grow. Our thoughts change. Our lives change. Create a space where you feel connected to your higher self. Connected to spirit. Connected to the universe. Connected to God. Staying in a place that is not meant for you is only hindering your life. Hindering your mental health. Hindering your overall well-being. Hindering your inspiration. Your creativity. Hindering your mood. Now, I, I do love occasionally seeing some of the pictures, but I will never be one of those girls who live in a boring-ass plain white house. I'm sorry, I don't. I truly don't understand it. I like the brightness, but where's the color? I need color. I need different textures. I love fuzzy blankets. I need... I don't know. I just, I need more than that. Don't be afraid to do something outside of the box with your space. Make it yours. I don't care if the dining room is supposed to be the dining room, but you want to make it into a freaking plant room or put a freaking stripper pole in there. Do whatever you want. Like, make it your space. That is the entire point. You don't have to do what's traditional. You don't have to do what other people would do or what other people think is right. Do what's right for you. That's what makes it so sacred. That's what makes it home. Fill your cabinets with your favorite snacks. Fill your fridge with your favorite drinks. Nurture yourself. Nature is really important to me. So I need to be somewhere where I have access to, you know, being outside or um, right now I have a porch, so that's great. But if you have an apartment, you know, even opening a window. Open a window sometimes. Let some fresh air in. Just because you're in the house doesn't mean you can't get fresh air. Just because you're in a one-bedroom apartment doesn't mean you can't have a nice space. Do what you can. Make the most of what you have. This is what we do. This is what we're good at. We, we take in what we're handed and we multiply it. We make it better. 
That is what I love about women. We make everything beautiful. Even the suffering, all of the suffering that we, <laughs> that we go through, we make it beautiful. We turn it into something bigger. Fill your space with love. And love will pour from you. Let's say our affirmations. Repeat after me. I am strong. I am kind. I am loved. I send love. Again, I am strong. I am kind. I am loved. I send love. And one last time. I am strong. I am kind. I am loved. I send love. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I think we're going to start doing longer episodes. Um, this one's probably going to be around 20 minutes or so, but I'm thinking 30 to 40 minutes for upcoming episodes. So let me know what you guys think. I think 10 minutes is just too short. Like, I just have so much I want to say, and I kind of nitpick you know, the important parts, but then that leaves out my personalization, I think, my story, my opinion. So we're going to make these a little longer, and I will see you guys next Wednesday. Sending love.